The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. So in lieu of Marcus Aurelius' meditations, uh, I thought I would share some of my own meditations this morning. Um, I'm here at the Subaru place getting my car repaired, and I had some time to reflect on last year and this upcoming year and to write out my reflections. And so uh, this is what I wrote. Uh, This is Schneeweiss Meditations 5781, uh, Section 1. When I think back to the headspace I was in last era of Rosh Hashanah, I am shocked by the level of unfounded certainty I had about how the year would play out. Obviously, I didn't think I'd be able to predict the particulars of the upcoming year, but I was so secure in my ability to predict its general parameters that I wasn't even aware of my own baseless assumptions. For example, I wondered, how many new Shalhevet students will we be able to recruit in the upcoming year? Never once did it occur to me that the school would close permanently. I wondered, how successful will I be in preparing my AP English students for the exam in the spring? Never once did I imagine that all of my students would be taking their drastically modified exam from home uh, after two months of stressful and disruptive preparation over Zoom. I wondered, how will my personal and professional development this year improve my practices as a high school teacher next year? Never in a million years would I have guessed that I would no longer be a high school teacher in 2020-2021. The pandemic's telescoping effect on my ability to see into the future has been humbling, to say the least. The fact that we can't even see a week or two into the future has made me realize the folly of trying to predict what will happen later in the year. It has become increasingly real to me what ought to have been real all along, the fact that the future is unknowable. Because of this fundamental shift in perspective, I find myself in a much better position to appreciate the reality of the Yom HaDin, Judgment Day, we are about to experience. In the Zichronos part of the Musaf of Rosh Hashanah, we say, uh, quote, and over the country's judgment is pronounced, which of them is destined for the sword and which for peace, which for famine and which for abundance, and on it all creatures are recalled to be remembered for life or for death. In the past years, statements like these seemed like hyperbolic abstractions, but this year they are more real than ever. The same is true of the mentality Chazal urged us to have, that our individual and collective fate is hanging in the balance, awaiting the verdict of the Dayan Hamas, the true judge. Speaking of Judgment Day, I find myself recalling the maxim that a certain single mother used to say to her son throughout his upbringing, there is no fate but what we make. On its surface, this avarism underscores the primacy of Bechira, free will, and its role in determining what happens in our lives. When I thought about this statement this morning, my reaction was, that's not entirely true. Yes, our choices play a role in shaping our fate, but so much of our fate is determined by factors beyond our control. Our lives are a product of our own decisions and external factors. But then my thinking shifted back to the words of Shlomo HaMelech, the Rambam, the Stoic thinkers, and others whose writings I've been pondering lately, and I was reminded that we live a dual life. One is a life as a human being who lives in the world of ideas. The other is life as a physical creature living in a physical world. Regarding this physical life, it would not be true to say there is no fate but what we make, but regarding our metaphysical existence as a Tzalem Elohim, a truth-seeking intellect, the statement is 100% true, regardless of whether this is what Ms. Connor had in mind when she said it. Chazal teach, Everything is in the hands of heaven except for the fear of heaven. Um, the Rambam explains that the phrase fear of heaven in this context refers to all of our free will decisions, insofar as all decisions culminate in either mitzvah or avera, transgression. Thus, while all of our other circumstances may be in the hands of heaven, our fear of heaven, that is, our life as a decision-making Selim Elohim, is entirely in our own hands. No matter what unforeseen circumstances we find ourselves in, we always have the ability to choose between mitzvah and avera, wisdom and folly, good and evil, truth and falsehood. 
and that, I believe, sheds a new light on the uncertainty of the upcoming year. The circumstances which will determine the trajectory of our physical lives this upcoming year are unknowable and unpredictable, but the factors which will determine our true lives are fully within our control. I find that thought to be both tremendously reassuring and terribly frightening. It means that no matter what happens to us this year, our fate as human beings is still in our own hands. There is no fate but what we make. The Ramam in his commentary on Rosh Hashanah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah uh, Shani, explains that the judgment of Rosh Hashanah and Yom HaKippurim determines things like health, sickness, life, death, and the other circumstances of our physical lives. In light of the foregoing observations, I believe we can reframe what we mean when we daven for, yearn for, and wish each other a Shana Tova. We can't be asking for a year characterized by the true good, a year of choosing the good, since that good is dependent entirely on each of our own choices. Rather, I believe we are asking Hashem to bless us with external circumstances, external circumstances which are conducive to choosing the good. For it is far easier to make good choices when we enjoy health, security, livelihood, and the other physical blessings. What we do with these blessings is up to us, but we are entirely dependent on Hashem for furnishing the circumstances which facilitate our good choices. And so with that meaning in mind, I would like to wish all of us you, me, the Jewish people, and all of mankind, a Shana Tova. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.